It's fun runs, fun rakes. It's passing the boot for local heroes. And it's breaking ground for groundbreaking startups. This is what makes a community. And it's what makes a community bank. It's fertile financial resources turned back into local soil. Here's to people helping others thrive. This is community banking. DL Evans Bank, since 1904. Member FDIC. Smith's knows this year the holidays are doubly important, so make your celebrations doubly special with fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Double specialness, void where prohibited. Certain restrictions Wait, stop it legal. We've got even more special holiday food, like delicious king crab legs, private selection gourmet potatoes, or cave-aged Murray's cheese, and fresh-baked La Brea bread. <sighs> Smith's, fresh for everyone. All right, legal. You're up. Double specialness, void where prohibited. Certain restrictions may apply. Shop for participating stores for more details. On the Aggie Sports Network, from Learfield, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford, go further. Also by ARS, clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerrard. Final in this one, Utah State gets the win over UT Arlington, 80-61 to as the Aggies pick up their fifth win of the season. And uh, their fifth overall, too, and first home game of the season, too, after losing that game to UC Davis, and the Aggies played four neutral site games and uh, finally get a win in front of the Spectrum. By the way, you got two more games coming up here in the Spectrum, and uh, they're going to be big ones, too. Uh, you've got uh, Carroll College coming up on Monday of next week. And then, get ready, folks. Coach Bennett and St. Mary's roll in on Thursday. Yeah, that's a that's an exciting game. I mean, I, I would I would hope we could come close to selling that game out. Oh, I think it will be um, absolutely. I mean, it should be. It's our you know, uh, without without BYU coming to town. I mean, this is a preseason rivalry that that uh, we've kind of gone back and forth and and. Um, Boy, they come up with they, they go in and just smack Oregon right in the mouth and yeah. I mean they're they're a tough team and and uh, yeah that's exciting and and you know don't look past Carroll College I mean we'll have a tendency to do that because of the name but you know that's an NAIA team that those are the type of teams that you know team that, that come in and upset play, uh, teams in the preseason all the time. Some of those NAIA schools give you fits too. Yeah, they're all for some reason they can be better than a lot of d2 schools well they, they've played together longer they're there you know it's a whole group of six foot three guys i mean whether you're yeah. a post or a guard and and uh they just really give you a hassle and again i think you play to the level of competition and and uh that's human nature and you know i, I don't know what you tell the team I, I mean i know i would you know you try to every game's a big game and all of that stuff but you're gonna need to come in and play do you own or rent your home sure you do fortunately geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance it's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. Geico.com, easy. Well, it wasn't easy at first in this game. It took a little bit for Utah State to get going. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Utah State came out. Really, I, I'll say they started the game exactly how they wanted to and, and had the scouting report down, and and uh, flow was there. And, and then, you know, it felt like the wheels kind of came off a little bit defensively, and then we could not find our way offensively versus the, the, the kind of that close out pressure defense from Arlington and yeah, that got us in a little trouble in the first half. And then of course you're looking at a Utah State team that kind of cruised a little bit, uh, pushed the lead to 13 then uh, again UT Arlington is able to cut it to 8 at the uh, break and then and then 
as what happens a lot in the second half, Utah State able to blow the doors open a bit. Yeah, which is what we had expected against UC Davis, but they kind of stuck around. And I thought tonight, I thought Arlington, yeah. uh, you know, started getting un- uncharacteristically be- taking bad shots, and, and uh, that led to some fast breaks for the Aggies. And then, you know, when they tried to press our um, – you know, first team, there's just too many ball handlers on the floor, and uh, we were able to break the press easily and, and come down and score, uh, at, you know, at will. All right, final in this one, Utah State knocks off UT Arlington, 80-61. to 61. Take our first break here in the postgame show and uh, get you ready for some of the conversation. I think we'll have a chance to catch up with Ryland Jones. I figure, look, Ryland, he had to take the brunt of that first loss uh, conversation uh, after that loss to UC Davis, so I wanted to catch up with him on the road a little bit, but there was always somebody that wanted to wanted him, and so uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to him on those on that four game road trip. So let's let's well, chat with him now, right? Uh, it makes a lot of sense, and I, I thought, you know, today, uh, you know, he, I mean, he he did what he does, and but on the road, I mean, they're, they're, I don't think we, you know, we're in those games without beans effort and of course you can name a lot of different players but Ryland definitely one of those players valley office systems a proud partner of utah state athletics for eight years providing office equipment and technology like printers copiers and software to businesses all with customer service and support eight locations throughout utah idaho and wyoming more information available at valleyofficesystems.com post game show rolls on next utah state blowing out ut arlington 80 to 61 and you heard it all right here on the aggie sports network from learfield All right, welcome on back. Aggies get the win. Final in this one, 80-61 to 61 over at UT Arlington. Aggies now 5-1 and one on the season. Winners of five in a row. And, uh, again, Carroll College coming in here on Monday. Coach's show coming up on Tuesday, which I believe will feature both uh, Coach Odom and Coach Anderson as the Aggies will play for a conference championship coming up on Saturday. So how about this, Coach, in the span of one week, um, we will have a football game. We'll have three basketball games, a coaches show, and another football game. Wow, and and uh, and we're winning, and we're winning. <laughs> so it makes it even better. So <laughs> tell you what, they win in San Diego. They this basketball team knocks off St. Mary's, and Utah State knocks off San Diego State. It might be one of the greatest weeks in the history of of Utah State athletics. I'm gonna put a little ice in my root beer that night. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a party right there. All right, tonight Justin Bean, twenty four points, nine of eleven from the field. Perfect from the free throw line, six for six. Also had ten rebounds and three assists. Wow. Now it's just that's that's what he does. Yeah, that's the line. And, I mean, you know, if you just look at his averages, I mean, he this is a player now that, that's in, in the talks to uh, to be a player of the year uh, yep. in our league, which, you know, obviously they weren't thinking of that when we started. No, they were not. And um, But uh, he certainly is deserving all the accolades that are coming his way and there's a lot more points and a lot more rebounds to come before it's all said and done. Okay, joining us now is the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Ryan Odom. And, Coach, uh, you saw the athleticism you talked about in the pregame. This is a team that's athletic. Uh, this is a team that can create some problems. Uh, I thought uh, they obviously had some key players on this team. As you mentioned, Azor, tremendous player. Uh, you got a good test from this team. It's nice to uh, put the uh, you know put the pedal on the gas a little bit and be able to cruise to a 24-point victory. Or, excuse me, a 19-point victory. Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, we knew they were going to be tough and uh, effective, certainly driving to the basket. Um, and they're tough to score on at the rim. And our guys, obviously, we, you know, our offense is designed for us to drive in there, post, you know, kind of get to the rim, 
and then look for guys on the outside as well, obviously, for timely shots. But you know, I thought we did a nice job in the first half of getting getting the ball to the basket. We shot a nice percentage from two. Uh, obviously, Brock made some shots there. You know, in that first half from three. You know, to help us out, Stephen, I thought was very good. Uh, the defensive effort was not what we wanted in the first half. Um, you know, we challenged the guys at halftime to, you know, be more attentive and keep guys in front, uh, play better ball screen defense, things that we had prepped for going into the game. We weren't seeing out there as much. Uh, obviously, Brandon had a subpar game for us today. It was, you know, had, had some foul trouble, but at the same time wasn't playing with the enthusiasm and energy that he needs to play with. Um, you know, and I thought Trevin, you know, filled in nicely, certainly in that second half. Uh, as he began to get a little bit more comfortable. So it was good to get him some minutes there. Um, and I thought, I thought he did a nice job. 26 assists. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, that's awesome. That means we're, we're trusting the pass. Coach, through the point zone out there a little bit, I think we, I saw that similar in OU. I didn't know what it was when I saw it at OU, but I saw it out there today. Is that just to, to create havoc or, or to help your own team? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, certainly coming out of timeouts, we'll use it occasionally, and sometimes we'll use it more. Um, you know, just a 13 defense, 1-3-1, one, one, yeah. uh, kind of lane line defense that we like to play. And, and um, you know, sometimes it can change momentum. And I uh, felt like those two possessions that we ran it uh, was pretty it was pretty effective. And they were – I was a little bit worried because they have such an athletic guy around the rim in, in zero. I was worried that they would throw it for a lob because there there's a lot of space there. And he doesn't need much space. <laughs> but um, our guys paid attention to him and, and – uh, I thought it was a good move for us. You mentioned you'd really drilled into this team in preparation that he may be one of the most athletic bigs that you face all year. And holding him to three points and four rebounds, I thought you guys did a good job there. Yeah, no question. I thought, you know, even the one Trevin in the first half down here where they tried to throw the lob, he got back yeah. to him and deflected it. Uh, you know, that shows that our guys are, are listening, you know, in, in the scouting report because, you know, that we've seen others give that up. And, and I thought our guys did a nice job. It's a, it's a little bit of an awkward guard because you're having to stay attached to him so much. If you don't, like, they'll find him for dunks. And uh, I thought our guys did a nice job. Preseason basketball is very strange. I mean, you play OU, you got St. Mary's, you got BYU, a ranked team, and then you have Carroll College or UT Arlington. What, what's the message to the team to, to, to really – I thought they came out great tonight to start the game. What's what's the message going into this week and, and next Monday's game? Yeah, I mean, it's standards. You know, what are our standards? You know, I, I actually just mentioned that to our, our guys in there. It's like, you know, it's easy to get excited to play in a championship game against, you know, Oklahoma. Um but when you're playing at home, our, obviously our first time, we've got to develop our own, uh, you know, uh, you know, identity, right, and enthusiasm, mm -hmm. you know, each time that we play. And what are our standards, right? And that's what we talk to the guys about. Like, if you think about Alabama football, this was the comparison. Like, they, yeah. get, they get the other team's best shot every single time. So they have to be ready every single game. And they steamroll people. They scare them to death. And then there's some games like you saw today where all of a sudden it's like a game and they got to figure it out. We're going to have those too, right? And so you, you have to play to your standards and then try to increase your standards, you know, as the season, you know, goes along. We cannot stay the same. You know, the same team that beat Oklahoma and Myrtle Beach, we can't be that same team in March and expect to be an NCAA tournament team. We've got to be better. Ryan Odom joining us. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield. Aggies get the victory tonight, 80-61. to 61. I want to circle back on Trevin Dorius a little bit because there are times, like, like 
you can coach a lot of things, but you can't coach effort. I mean, you can try, but that ultimately is something that a player can control himself. And and uh, you're not coaching effort with him. Effort's always there with Trevin. Uh, and, and sometimes he's a bull in a china shop, especially defensively. Effort's always there. And I thought in the second half, you go back to Richmond. I don't know if you beat Richmond without him. No, and, no uh, definitely and, not. And the way he played in the second half with his energy and the juice he brings out on the court, uh, it's really important to this team. That is an important position for us. You know, Brandon is not, you know, and it's not Brandon's fault. Brandon is slighter than Trevin, right? And Brandon brings something different. I think that's one of the strengths of our team. You know, is that we have a guy like Brandon that can stretch the defense and play five and still, when he wants to, play post-defense. And, you know, he didn't do it the way he's capable of tonight. That's why I had to take him out a couple of times. Um, but when you throw Trevin in there, you throw Shimon, like you have some bigger bodies there when teams go big on us. And um, we can certainly double when we need to if we're playing, a, you know, an all-star that we've got to take out. Um, and we did that some against Richmond. But Trevin was huge in that game. We, we definitely do not beat Richmond without – you know, his energy, especially in that first half, he was yeah. tremendous. Uh, you, you're getting some points off the bench now. Ashworth came in tonight and gave you some solid play. We talked just now about Dorius. What are some other players we can expect to start seeing? Who's that Who's that eighth guy, that ninth guy that you're looking for to come in and, and give us some points as we move forward? Yeah, I mean, I think Z's going to have a chance, obviously. I mean, we're subbing him in right now. Mm -hmm. I think he's better than he's playing. Um, you know, it's hard when you get limited minutes to, to really Im be impactful. Um, and he's a freshman. He's learning, you know. Sean's getting ready to come off of an injury. Sean, you know, obviously has more uh, experience um, and is a ball handler, you know, in a lot of ways for us. So he's going to provide some versatility at 6'7 um, that maybe we don't have out there. Um, and so we're excited to, to be able to get him back. Max is really talented. Max is a talented player. And it's not, it's not over for him, you know, at this point. He's got to – He's got to keep fighting and and uh, and trying to trying to get in the in the lineup in the rotation, and he, he's going to do that in practice. It's not he's not going to be able to do it in the game right, right, right now. Yep. Um, and so it kind of kind of is what it is. But um, we do need to continue to develop our depth. Shimon, um, you know, I thought did a nice job, you know, for us in that first half. I know he only got three minutes, but he was in there at the end and and, and did some nice things. And I thought he did. He was good at the end of the game too. Yeah. So. You know, you, you kind of get what you earn, right? Homoda played some long minutes today, too, and I thought he was pretty solid and he did. coming around. He did, yeah. yeah. He's getting better. You know, Z's definitely getting better, and, and we're seeing signs in practice, this competitiveness. And uh, I got on him in the timeout down there. I was like, you got to try to dunk that thing. Right? Yeah. Like, right, I'm seeing you dunk it <laughs> yeah. in practice, and then you casually lay that up. But that was just an in. he wasn't decisive, you know, yeah. in his play yeah. there, and I need him to be decisive, and we need him to be decisive and because uh, he's got it in him. Uh, I know you can't go into exacts, but uh, you mentioned Sean. Do you feel like you're getting close on him? Yeah, we're getting closer. He's got to he's got to experience practice. You yeah, know, full contact. He's only had a couple of days. Of I watched that him work so out far. a little bit before the game today. Yeah, Sean's a very good player and uh, could be really impactful for our team for sure. So we've got to got to continue to you know that that return to play for him. And and once our medical folks feel like he's ready to go, then and he feels most importantly that he's ready to go, then we'll put him back out there. Well, coach, this is uh, first game in a five-game or in a three-game stretch over uh, five days, uh, and uh, and a big one tonight. Congratulations on it, and look forward to catching up with you on Monday. Yeah, no doubt. We need all Aggie fans. It was a great crowd in here today for Thanksgiving yeah. and, and uh, for break, and uh, we need everybody here on Monday for for Carroll College. They're ten and zero right now, and so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hard-fought game and tough game for us. They got quick, ten games under their belt. Wow! Quick turnaround. Yeah, quick turnaround. They're good. They're well coached. So <laughs> should be a fun game. 
and uh, obviously we know what's on the other side of that, but I'm not worried about that yeah. just yet. <laughs> you got it. We'll talk about that on Monday night. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Well, Coach, appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. Good work, Coach. There you go. Coach Odom, Aggies get the victory 80-61 to over UT Arlington. Um, in fact, let's just uh, – well, let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield. Utah's sports leader. This is KCNS AM Salt Lake City. KCNS FM Colvin. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. All right, joining us now. All right, so we had a chance to chat a little bit uh, after the game in uh, uh, against UC Davis, and it, it didn't feel fair that you had to take the brunt uh, after the loss, so I'm like, we got to get him on the air after a big win. Uh, you guys knock off UT Arlington tonight, 80 to 61. Ryland Jones, kind enough to join us, and uh, five points, but seven assists tonight. Um, Coach talked about the offense starting to hum. He loved the fact. Uh, what do you have? 26 assists on 30 made buckets. That's where you really want to be, right? Yeah, that's great offensive day. Uh, whenever you assist on more than half of your made field goals, that's pretty good. Is that kind of the goal on yeah. on half? Is that the number you want to hit? I mean, I. I don't know. I've never really thought of – I don't think a coach has ever told me that many. Yeah. But, I mean, you want to be about – yeah, I mean, probably pr- close a little over half. Go yeah, ahead. I think that's a, I think that's a good number. Tay, hey, talk a little bit today. You uh, you ran a little point zone. So you're in a little one three one, and you're in the back, and you've got a dunker coming at you all day long. He can't hear me. So I know, I know. It Dude, was I'm an just... excellent question. I'll, I'll repeat it because I love to hear my voice. I know. See, you got him now, right? Can you hear me okay. now? Yeah. All right, so what do you think? I'm just kidding. I'll repeat no. the question. Um, so in that zone, little one-three-one zone, you're yeah. you're you're the bottom, you're the point zone, and you got that dunker flying around behind you. What are your thoughts? And I thought it was really effective, though. Yeah, my thoughts are don't get dunked on first <laughs> of all. <laughs> but no, you know, it just kind of fly around, and we want to pop, like make their offense stagnant. And we, I mean, we played it two possessions in a row, and I mean they didn't. I mean, I don't even think no. they got a shot off. They really. didn't no. scratch it. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah, and so you know that's just the. The idea of our one-three-one is just to buy a couple possessions here and there and throw them off guard, and we did that. And you know, I just kind of got to move baseline to baseline, and honestly, I just kind of have to read what I what I see is happening. And honestly, he back cut me, and I didn't really see him. And Bean was there to save my yeah. save my bacon. But uh, you know, that's the one-three-one defense. You just got to read and react. And when you got smart players out there, it's hard for them to score. And we did a tremendous job in those two possessions. It was big. Yeah, I thought it was change the game. Yeah, you got to tell Brock Miller if you're going to run down the court celebrating a three, he's got to hit the three. I thought for sure he was making that one. He, <laughs> he just made one wide open, and you know, just felt like he was going to make that one. But you know, there was Bean. Of course, <laughs> offensive he's always there, right? Two points. So you, you know, thank you, thankful for Bean. You you guys have a little swagger to you right now. It's been fun to watch over these last five yeah. games, and uh, I mean, you go on the road and, and and you play Oklahoma, you play Richmond, some really good teams. It really feels like this locker room starting to come together. Yeah, I mean, like I think I think I said on the radio the other day is we're just we're a brand new team. I mean, we've been you know guys have been together, new pieces, and we're finding our chemistry, clicking on offense. Uh, defense was better in the second half. Our defense, you know, in Myrtle Beach was great all week. Um, you know, they challenged us on defense in the second half, and we came met, we met the challenge, which is always good. And you know, we're just clicking on offense, and yeah, no, it's fun. <laughs> Stephen Ashworth jumping in there. Uh, hey, let, let me grab one real quick. I, I thought uh, UT Arlington did a great job of taking away your drives tonight. I thought you couldn't get the ball in the paint. Entry passes weren't there, and you couldn't drive. 
what was the team thinking? And I thought you made good adjustments. I mean, yeah. obviously you did with that many assists, but talk yeah. a little bit about that. You must have been on side with my dad because I just walked up there and he said the same thing. He said they were very <laughs> good on defense. Bald, bald coaches think alike. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, they're a top uh, – their two-point field goal percentage is like top ten in the country holding opponents to awful shooting yeah. percentages. And they're very scrappy team defense and, you know – they got the big dude in the middle who's a great shot blocker. We did a great job of not getting any shots blocked. But, yeah, we just had to make the adjustments. And when we were driving in there, they were kind of staying to their guy, not letting us, you know, not letting me make plays for other team, for my teammates. And we just adjusted and started passing the ball more, honestly, because they fill the gaps really well. And if you just keep moving it, moving it, moving it, you're going to create closeouts, which creates advantages. And in the second half, we just shot on those advantages. And Brock made some threes. Steven was, made some threes. And, you know, we just attacked it better in the second half. After uh, Myrtle Beach, it looked like you were a little beat to hell after that stretch. <laughs> yeah. uh, these last six days, pretty good to rest up and heal up a little bit. Yeah, that was much-needed rest. Um, you know, kind of came out of Myrtle Beach unscathed, really, just a couple bruises. I, mean, I don't I know, you, 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 you broke their scoring table. Yeah, Charge you for that, you know. <laughs> I know, I broke a couple <laughs> TVs, scores, a light panel. Um, but, yeah, no, it was, it was good to have a couple of days off. But now we got a quick turnaround and then another game next Monday, Monday. and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Coach brought this up. Carroll College is a team that uh, may not resonate with a lot of people, but they're 10-0 and on the season. They've got some good players. And then you got St. Mary's after that. Uh, I, the way you're nodding, I, don't, I think I know what the answer is going to be to this, but is there any concern in that locker room of looking past a team like Carroll College before you play St. Mary's? I mean, I think that's always a concern for every team. I mean, I'm just going to say that because if, yeah. if I said it wasn't a concern, I mean, it's probably a lie. But – you know, our job is to come in tomorrow and be prepared for Carroll College and prepare that uh, just for that game. You can never overlook an opponent, and that's our plan, and we're going to come in tomorrow, get some work in, and then be ready to play Monday night. Well, Coach, I mean, well, Coach, that's Coach. Yeah. Sorry, I was ready for Coach. Well, Adam. he talks well, like a talk coach. like a coach, absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, we certainly appreciate it, Ryland. Uh, great game tonight. Congratulations, and uh, keep it rolling. Looking forward to catching up with you Thank on Monday. Thank you, guys. There you go, Ryland Jones. Aggies get the victory tonight. Final score in this one, 80-61. to 61. Take a quick break, come back, and uh, wrap up this post-game show. Remember Siegfried and Jensen specializing in injury cases for more than 30 years, helping those who have been injured in auto accidents. Siegfried and Jensen, proud supporter of Aggie Athletics. More information about the law firms available at SiegfriedandJensen.com. All right. Twisted Sugar Cookies, more than 20 cookie flavors, more than 100 flavors, especially sodas, even gluten-free options. Located at 532 South Main Street, Suite 120 in Logan. Full menu can be viewed at TwistedSugar.com. Good win for Utah State tonight, knocking off UT Arlington 80-61. to mm -hmm. 61. Coach, we need our Everlight Solar Player of the Game. Who, you, who do you want to go with? Gosh, we can't just keep picking Justin? I it mean, could why, be the why? Justin Bean, yeah. Everlight yeah, Solar Player of the I game. I mean, yeah. I, I thought Brock Miller did a good job too, but I think Justin Bean just, again, steady Eddie right there. Ready Freddy. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. It's hard to go against uh, what he's done and what he continues oh, those to numbers. do. I mean, I come on. So, winner, winner. That's Tur gonna be turkey dinner. He's going to be a 24-10, and 23-10 guy before it's all said and done. Yeah, anyway. which, is, which is absolutely – Credit to him and his work ethic. He's always been a great player. I mean, let's let's not forget he played on a team with pros, and when you do that, you tend not to be the guy. Yeah. But now pros are gone, and it's his team, and he has definitely stepped into that role, and and he is relishing in it. Well, you know, he's this is Justin Bean is what college basketball used to be, in terms of you go out, you recruit a guy, oftentimes you redshirt. 
then you come in and you sit and then you become a rotational guy and then you become a starter and then you become a star and we don't see that anymore like no. that 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 path that you go on that was the path that you took in the maybe 80s and 90s you don't see that you know one and done or what or transfer eight times or whatever the case is this is this is a throwback from a guy who again redshirted waited didn't see a lot of time early on, finally got off the bench and made some big key plays, then became a starter, but still wasn't the guy, then becomes the guy, and then becomes a star. And, I mean, it's it's fun to see, honestly. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's classic player development, and, you know, anymore you're developing players for someone else, and I think you kind of you feel that way, and I feel like maybe we have a few players now that may not be here next year, and, and I'm always keeping my eyes open. But then you have this story of, of Brock, and you really – you don't want to give up on any player. Yeah. I mean, this is a, you know, I mean, classic rags to riches story. You know, <laughs> I was going to do Caddyshack, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be too much at this point of the evening. Probably a bit. All right. Well, Coach, great call <laughs> tonight. That was rags fun. Yes, great call. It was easy to call when they're playing like that. Utah State wins 80-61. to 61. Big thanks to Avijay Salveson, Eric Jensen, and others keeping us on the air. Big thanks to, again, Ryland Jones and Coach Ryan Odom. Utah State gets the victory tonight 80-61. to 61. Back with you on Monday, a game against Carroll College. And then on Thursday, make sure to get your tickets to see Utah State and St. Mary's in this building. The place is going to be hopping for sure. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield, Utah State, with a win tonight.